This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, you want to wear that? I mean kids' fashion rocks. Plus, Biz bears witness, Teresa compliments her mother-in-law, and we talk to veterinarian Dr. Katie Geese. Woo! How are you? I had nothing. I'm tired. How are you? I was like, I don't always have to up the woo one notch. No, you don't. I really liked that you just start, you led (laughs) with I got nothing. Like you couldn't even bring yourself to ask a full, how are you, Teresa? You guys may find Before you had to just crumple (laughs) and acknowledge that you have. There's a theme of me maybe not having to do everything. Uh-huh. Gonna maybe occur. I like that. Including giving it a whole big woo at the top of the show. Yeah. How are you, Teresa? I'm good. I'm gonna start by complimenting my mother-in-law. I'm excited to hear this. I have no sound cue for this. That's no problem. <laughs> um, basically, you know, she was here over the weekend. My birthday's coming up. She got me a birthday present, guys. Nice. Do you know what she got me for my birthday? What? She got me two, two... Really fancy bottles of bourbon. Whoa, like really fancy one. Fancy. One like local from Sonoma County, which is like where I lived as a kid. And like another one, like two yeah. really nice, like well-researched and thought yeah. out and picked out beautiful bottles of bourbon. Nice. And three, three amazing fancy dark chocolate bars. Whoa. I know. I know. That is a really nice I, like, almost cried. I was just, I said to her, like, it's just so nice to get something that is really for you. Yeah, that's really for you. It's, like, really for you. Like, not that other gifts are not really for you, but, like, it was just so, just, like, nothing was, like, a necessity. Nothing was, like, a you should have this or this is good or whatever. It's just purely (laughs) stuff she knows I like. And it just made me feel really happy and special. That's nice. And it's not like you're going to go down that all like a bender weekend or something. No, of course not. But now I have it around. Yeah. Yeah, there's something about... It's like the coffee thing. It's like to have these, like, nice... Uh, versions of these things. Yes. Like, it's also nice to sometimes just walk by and look at you them. You see it there. And, you see it sitting there you and feel you feel like you've like achieved some for. sort yeah. of level yeah. of like, yeah, self-care yeah. that's just like in your house. Yes. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it was really nice. That is very nice. How are you? I, I'm here, guys. Good I'm job. physically here. That is so good. That is so, <laughs> so major. Uh, I saw, I wanted to share something I witnessed this this weekend at the grocery store. Guys, it was so fucking amazing. So I'm doing the weekend grocery store shopping. Uh, I'm on grocery store number two for those of us that have to break it up. <laughs> and I'm coming around the aisles and I hear this woman on her phone. And she is unhappy and she is like yelling at somebody on the phone. And she is just like, well, of course you just have to have this, don't you? You know, it's not like just because your sister has three, you suddenly have to have three yourself. Not that you don't already have two. I mean, she's like, she is like going on. And now here I am having to get this stuff and like pick it up. And it's like, you guys just think that I am like a servant and blah, blah, blah. She's like going off. And that's when I realized she's on the phone. 
Like I come around oh, the corner and yeah. I see her. She's You've not physically talking right. to anybody. Yeah. She's like on the phone, yeah. which I think is kind of hilarious. I'm like, yeah. what is this about? Yeah, like why and does this have to like, happen now? Yeah, while on you're the in phone. the grocery store on the phone. Yeah, so I'm like, this is really weird. <laughs> yeah. And so, but it's kind of cracking me up. Yeah. She's clearly having a rant. Yeah. She's clearly having a mom breakdown yeah. in the grocery store. Yeah. And I keep coming around the corners. Like we're like, we're clearly on a similar cycle. She's like yeah. trying to find something. Yeah. Uh, and we go, we go, we hit each other again, and I happen to catch her eye, and I just give her this big smile, uh-huh. and she kind of breaks for a second, and she's like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no. <laughs> I, is it weird to say that I love hearing this? I totally have your back in this. It sounds like you, this, you need to do this. She goes, I'm, you know, on the phone with my husband. So she's not even yelling at her kids. She's oh. mad at her kids that she's, like, gone out to have to get whatever this thing is yeah. that she has to get. And so she's just, like, working out yeah. the, like, anger yeah. about her kids. Oh, no, she's like, so my husband's just going to have to hear this out. Right? And I was like, that's so great. I totally have your back having a breakdown in the middle of the store. She was like, thank you. I was like, You're welcome. And she was like, now I just have to go find the mac and cheese. And I'm like... Oh my God, is this all about mac and cheese? Like in my head, I'm like, <laughs> she had a rant about a box of fucking mac and cheese. But what was genius was one, she was just letting it out. Yep. Two, she was using her partner correctly. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. And three, true. what I really love is because Lord knows around Christmas time, people may remember me having a breakdown, maybe online, about just like, you get these moments where you're like, I'm raising the most selfish, horrible, child uh, in the uh, world it, yeah. all they want is stuff for themselves because yeah. that's emotionally how developed they are guys right uh, and, and it's you, biological and anyway. it's biological yeah. it's like all this stuff yeah. is totally out of your control yeah uh, and, but yet you feel it you're just like where yeah. this, so she's clearly having one of these moments about like my kids are selfish horrible monsters yeah. <laughs> yet she's there yet she's it. doing it of anyway. course because we all yeah. fucking do it's not like you know I'm never buying you another toy yeah you are you are you are Okay, when you pick up those clothes out from under the bed, balled up, and you're like, what if you woke up without any clothes in the house tomorrow? What would you think about that? Like a crazy person. Yeah. You're still going to go when they're having the sale, get a new fucking dress, right? That you don't even like. You're still going to do it because you love your children and you can try your best. Like whatever it is, like whatever that action is, whether it's the mac and cheese or one more set of stickers or one more fucking I don't know, My Little Pony t-shirt that you never want to see your kids in. We're all going to fucking do it. Anyway, just, I just it was just wonderful to see, and I had a really good time. It totally made my day. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. Speaking of things that you may or may not really want to see on your children, we were kind of talking about that. Today, we are going to talk about our kids dressing themselves. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. This seems like just the right sort of topic to take a trip down memory lane to where we used to be before we had children, mm-hmm. to those people, mm-hmm. those well-developed, well-emotionally-rounded people before we had kids. Oh, right. 
What were your thoughts, or did you have any thoughts uh-huh. on like, hey, I'm gonna have kids Wednesday, kids one day, uh-huh. and they're going to wear this? Oh, yeah. Did you or like, did you see other kids? Or, I mean, did you just have a good general opinion of kids' clothing? I think it probably wasn't too far off from where I'm at now. Although I definitely had like a judgy attitude about kids who were obviously done up and mm. wearing expensive clothes. Oh, like expensive clothes and like maybe something that looks uncomfortable right. or like something that looks like it was like elaborately like figured out like on a three-year-old where right. it's like obviously like curated by the parents. Right. That always really bugged me, which I just FYI guys, I'm about to rip myself a new <laughs> one as we go further into this discussion. Because I'm totally guilty of all of right. this. Um but yeah, that would have been something that I would be like, oh brother, just let them be fucking kids. They can right. just wear sweatpants and nothing else. Who cares? <laughs> like let, they need something they can move around in. They right. don't need shoes. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how about you? Well, but did you have like any idea oh. of like you were like I don't know, like, here's an example. Okay. So I, my opinion of kids and clothing, mm-hmm. I guess it was a little similar. You know, it was like, let's just be laid back and have some fun, guys. Yeah. Right? I probably went into it a little bit, well, if I have a girl, uh-huh. I'm certainly not going to dress her fancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she certainly will have no opinions of how she should be dressed, mm-hmm. clearly, is right. what that foreshadows. Yeah. Uh, and I had no thoughts about what boys would wear because I'm not a boy and there were no boys in my life. Yeah, into like immediate boys in my life. I don't know. I guess I had that vision of just like kids that I grew up with, and, mm-hmm. you know, like jeans and like ugly shorts and like you know yeah. t-shirts that with popular cartoon characters totally. or whatever. Just yep. kid stuff. Uh, so I like, but I had a feeling. Oh, that's what my kids are going to totally dress like with little cool vintage skatery kids. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, oh, and I guess uh, I did say if I ever had a boy, he would totally be my like lumberjack, awesome, cool, like a lot of flannel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like fucking my little redneck. I love that. My little redneck I love guy. little flannel shirts yeah. on my kids. Yeah, oh my they're God. adorable. It's like the cutest yeah. thing ever. Too bad we live in California where we rarely need them. I know. I'm always like, this might be good for the first 20 minutes of the morning. <laughs> Here, let's put this on over what you're wearing. So, uh, okay, we have kids now. Yeah. Your kids are, what are they now, four and four two? Four and a half and two. Yeah, four and a half and two. And mine are, I have my daughter's six, mm-hmm. and my son is two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what is getting dressed like in y'all's house? I mean, do... Well, can I just start by breaking away that, like, judgy Teresa yeah, pre-kids? Sure. Um, so, now, like, we have... I mean, I'm married to a menswear yeah. guru. Like, my husband literally, if you guys don't already know this, <laughs> he has a menswear blog. Uh, Putthison.com if you want to check it out. Um, and this is his life's passion. Right. Um, one of his life's right. passions. And I think it's really cool. And he is all about like he goes to a lot of thrift stores and does a lot of like secondhand shopping and he loves finding stuff for not just himself but for our kids right Um, and there's a lot of kids really cute kid stuff that you can get secondhand because obviously people buy really nice stuff for their kids that they can only wear for like a month right and then it ends up in you know at the goodwill or whatever right um and so we have a ton of clothes and a lot of them 
are really cool. Like my kids dress better than me most days. Right. And they are, I wouldn't say they're starting to get into it. I wouldn't say they're super into it, but they're not. They just think it's normal to like kind of dress up like They'll wear little, like, button-downs. They'll wear Oxfords. They'll wear um, bow ties. We have little, like, clip-on bow ties that they like sometimes. They'll wear a lot of different things. They're willing to wear different kinds of hats. And And the thing is, is that what's different from, like, how I think I envisioned that dressed-up kid when I was pre-kids is that I envisioned that as, like, first of all, those clothes are so expensive and, like, you're never going to be able... Like, the kids can't play in them. And, like... Our approach is not like that because we don't really spend a bunch of money on the clothes. And so it's not it's not like a huge money sink. But also like our approach is that this stuff is going to get destroyed. Yeah, that's the whole point of clothes. Like we don't have them. We don't buy anything that we're going to be too precious about. They're two and four and a half. Right. It's we want them to be able to like the point of their lives is to play right now. Don't be afraid of clothes. I don't want a kid to be afraid of clothes. Yeah. And like that is so freeing. And because I've had that issue like my whole life. Anytime I had something nice, I was like afraid to wear it because I wanted to like save it or whatever. (laughs) It was so stupid. But like, yeah, it's very freeing to just go like, yeah, and it might get ruined and you wore it. The point of having this is to wear it and enjoy it. Enjoy it. And so, um, I don't know. I actually go in, uh, just so when Katie Bell was in preschool, and I still say this sometimes, depending on the teacher or whatever, because uh, she likes to, Katie Bell is fancy. She uh-huh. does like to dress up. Uh, but I'll go in and say, hey, look, my kid understands the rule that she's not to be afraid of her clothes. Uh-huh. Like, I, I appreciate that she's here in what seems like a very, very fancy party dress. Right, exactly. Yeah. I understand yeah. that I put her in it. It's going to send gonna her have to green paint when It's it going to have green paint yeah. on it. So just yeah. letting you know. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times the teachers were like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, no, you know it's I mean? true. So, yeah. um, okay, so you would say, because I think we talked about this uh, topic sort of as a, does your kid reflect your style, uh-huh. right? Like, does yeah. your style influence your kids already? Yeah. Or, you know, are they your little style dolls? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm willing to admit, it kind of is, like, and it's more than I ever would have expected, but I wow. get excited I looking at their clothes. That. I'm admitting it. I, I mean, because it's, it's freeing to hear you admit it. It's fun I don't know I think it's fun I like going in in the morning and like picking out an outfit for them to wear and it's and they're cool with it like it's you know what I mean no it's great it's just that we have totally different kids yeah we do have different kids (laughs) what is that about I don't know but it it might also be like ages and like it it might also it might also change like I don't expect my kids to be like interested in having no. me curate their outfits like five years from now. You know what I mean? No, like, I'm, I'm just saying like, so from my side of it, like I hear so many kids, even now at six years old and seven years old at Katie Bell School, yeah. telling me that their parents still pick out their clothes. Uh-huh. And I, which is cool. I mean, that's yeah. fine. Like whatever. But I, I just, neither of my children, I mean, maybe I just went into it with less of a desire to make it like to Clothing is just not that important to me, per yeah. se, for yeah. kids. You know, we wind up having to go to events sometimes, and I'll realize I don't have anything that's, mm-hmm. like, nice. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, and so with Katie Bell, when she was, like, up until two or probably two or three, she actually did let me dress her pretty much the whole time. But we mm-hmm. had, like, all that Swedish gender-neutral clothing that was, mm-hmm. like, super cool and, yeah. like, awesome. And occasionally I'd freak out and be like, oh, I have to get that adorable skirt. Yeah. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. But we let her... She just kind of rode middle of the road and was fine. But then when she turned uh, four, like right at the end Mm -hmm. of three, four, 
uh, the opinions really started coming twirly. Mm, I want twirly. Yeah. I mean, even though we had never really put her in anything traditionally girly, yeah. she just did it. Yeah. And, and Steph and I just both agreed. We're just going to let her do it. Yeah. We don't really aren't really into it. But you know what? That's awesome. We're not wearing it. And I bet it's going to sort itself out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, what's the harm? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. who gives a shit? And it's cool that you are letting her do that. And Well, this, now, like, I, th- I want to remember this uh-huh. for later after oh, I get okay. through describing this, okay. how cool we are. <laughs> um, everybody make a note. We're really cool. Okay. The, so anyway, but she then really started picking out her clothes. And now, in this five to six to seven year, we have actually just entered a new phase where, like, every day she would say, will you pick out? three outfits for me, mm-hmm. right? And we'd lay them out, and then she wouldn't wear any of them. Right, right? Yeah. And so Steph and I finally were like, we're not picking yeah. out outfits for you. Yeah. It is a waste of our time. Yeah. You, you pick never out wear them. Yeah. I don't know why you suddenly are interested in our opinion of what you wear, <laughs> but, like, every time we lay it out, and stuff that I think is legitimately yeah. cute yeah. and fits your personality, yeah. you will not wear <laughs> Right? You will assemble it in some other fucking way. Yeah. Uh, and it makes us crazy. Yeah. But she's, like, very into the whole sort of what's cute, what's not cute, like, for herself. I don't yeah. think it matches what anybody else was doing at the school. And she was really into jewelry for She's a really into there. jewelry, too. Yeah, that? she's, like, totally, yeah. like, weird fashion thing that I, I have zero idea. And she'll be very clear to point out mm-hmm. she is fancy. Mm-hmm. Mama is not very fancy. Mm. I'm fancy like Aunt Helen Michelle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I was like, that's great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was like, I'm fancy mm-hmm. like somebody who's dealing with children all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll be covered in green paint all day. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, so that that was her. That was like a surprise well, that she suddenly— Can I, can yeah. I ask a question about her? Like, will she— Will she go and pick out her clothes and get herself dressed? Well, we, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, she totally— I think part of this in my family is that— I don't have kids who can like stay on task. Well, I want to get, way. yeah. I Do you know what I mean? Like that's how I've dressed. got. Like my kids literally watch TV while I just like mindless. Like they don't even uh, know I'm getting yeah. them dressed because otherwise it's like a whole thing. Yeah, so and it takes like an hour. She's always been pretty independent yeah. in terms of like she like she was getting her shoes on and off and socks on and off yeah. like long before the, yeah. the kids. You know, like yeah. so she just had that skill. Yeah. But so like when and I'm she doesn't get is, distracted, like, she'll get distracted well, changing clothes. She'll yeah. change clothes 20 times. Oh, okay. So we had to set up new rules of it can't make you late for breakfast and it can't make you, you know, uh, we can't come in and find all your clothes everywhere. You've got to yeah. hang everything back up. Like there yeah. are new rules if she wants to do that. Yeah. Otherwise, the threat is I will be picking out her clothes yeah. and she will have to wear them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I won't be kind. But like that's a major that's thing. That's a like, big Because I, I often have felt, and someone does sometimes say like, I want to wear this and I'm like, great. But like most of the time, it would be up to me to encourage him to do that. And the reason I don't is because I know that it's going to add an hour to the, my morning. Okay, so, like, so, it's, okay, you know, so there it, you go. So the, there's no... Not sure with the... Yeah, the interest, the, 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 he hasn't shown any... Your oldest hasn't shown any interest per se in... Well, he does sometimes. Like, I've talked about he's interested in, like, he got a My Little Pony dress. So sometimes right. he wants to wear that. Yeah. Or, like, um, sometimes he wants to wear a headband. But it's, like, it's like sporadic. Like, yeah. it'll just be one day he's, like, really into this one particular thing. Or, like, he'll be like, I want to look like Martin from Kratz Brothers. Oh, right, right, like, right. Wild Kratz. So what what can I wear to be like? So there, like, occasionally he'll have, like, someone or something he right. wants to look, look like, like. And then he'll be really into picking out whatever the color shirt is that would yeah. go with that. But, like, just on a general day of, like, how do I want to look today, there's nothing there yet. Yeah. Like, nothing. Ellis... 
is the total opposite of that at two years old. Okay. So he how, has, what is he like, doing? he's always, he has like that, he had like this weird thing where he could even, like, early on, yeah. could identify, like, he could go in and pull out the onesie that said, you know, mommy's first mate or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, he could find it. Like, he knew where this, like, his favorite stuff was. Mm-hmm. We were always like, ooh, he's so clothes gifted. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be a fashion designer, guys. Yeah. It's obvious. Uh, Mensa fashion. anyway but like now that he's two and we have places to go Mm -hmm. he let's go get dressed ellis it's time to go Mm -hmm. get dressed and he will he has a very specific opinion of what he wants to wear like i'll be like and we go through a couple of different struggles with this of do i just let him reach in and pick out whatever he wants which can sometimes take too long or do i give him two choices we're a big two choice household Mm, yeah all right if i don't want to yeah. But then it's, sometimes those two choices aren't right. it either. So yeah. we go back and forth. But he can, like, if the day before he wore the brown pants and we had another pair of brown pants, I'd be like, do you want to wear brown pants? No, no. Yesterday brown pants. <laughs> Today striped pants. And I'm like, all right. That's like, awesome. it's really weird. Uh, it's great. It is. But, it, like, so we don't have a lot of struggle. The only struggle we're having uh, right now is physically getting them on. That's where oh. the fight comes in. And mm-hmm. I want to... To hold that. But before we talk about physically dressing uh-huh. yourself, uh-huh. <laughs> you, in terms of the Katie Bell and what she wears mm-hmm. and, like, how great that we let her dress herself, mm-hmm. is there something there as we talk about, like, style and does my style reflect in my children, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mine yeah. clearly doesn't, guys. Does their style reflect back on us? Do people, like, when you send them to school mm-hmm. in the frilly dress or in the bow tie or whatever, yeah. what... Does it matter if people are making assumptions or do you ever think about assumptions that may be made about you by, say, the faculty or the people like, like I can't believe they would let her come in this dress. This is a really nice dress. Mm. And I'm like, I don't know. This is, I didn't buy this dress. It was a gift. And she's four. Yeah. <laughs> she really wants to wear it. Yeah. We have no fancy place to go. Right? Like, do you I ever feel like I you would... have to explain yourself? No. I mean, I think I definitely have been like, he picked he picked up the, <laughs> like, the bow tie. Right. I think the bow tie is probably the only one where people are like, wow. And I'm like, he, you know, if anybody kind of, and I don't like go out of my way to, he picked it. But like, right. if somebody like kind of like gives me the questioning look, yeah. you know, I'll just say, yeah, he really likes wearing the bow tie, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think... I mean, it would be one thing if my kids were, like, visibly uncomfortable in their right. clothes. Or, again, if, like, it wasn't okay for them to get dirty or, or something like Or wearing, like, like that. A, I love fucking, you know, teens or whatever. Okay, like, I will tell you one time I felt like I needed to— one, one time that I was, like, felt embarrassed was, okay, when Simon first started in pre-K, that's the room where they get to use scissors now. Right. And he would cut his clothes. Oh, would, my— He would cut his clothes. <laughs> And I know. And like his teacher told me, maybe just send him because he had two shirts that had been cut already. Right. And he's like, just she's his teacher was like, just send him in those shirts until he gets over this. And I was like, oh, that's actually a really smart idea. But I actually found myself feeling like really. I don't know. I just felt like. Oh, the other parents are going to see that Simon is, like, wearing the same grimy, like, right. h- shirt with holes in it. Like, what will they day think? after day. Right. Like, it really That's interesting. made me feel Whoa. kind of. And so I did, I did have him wear them a little more. Yeah. But, like, I would kind of mix in other shirts that I didn't mind if they were going to. And he ended up, That's... like, not really destroying any more shirts after that but like but that I is did, interesting uh, yeah I totally had that like I was like oh that's a great idea but then when it came to actually doing it I was like 
Oh, you know? right. So, yeah, no, I, yeah, that's a total thing. Yeah, because I don't want to have to explain to all these parents, like, oh, me, he's just, you probably saw him, and he's, yeah. nobody notices. Because <laughs> the scissors and, you know, we like, nobody. Just, oh, my God, I know. we are so, we I lost know. our mind, people. I know, Because I mean, it's the same sort of thing as, like, the mom wearing the really nice outfit to the toddler party or right. whatever. But yeah. you're like, who gives a shit? Right. Good job. You pulled it together yeah. and you dressed yourself. Yeah. Good job. It's something that makes you feel good. Well, you look great. Well, you look nice. What, did you shower today? <laughs> Would you have some sort of luxury time to get your hair done? Like, we are, oh, God. But you're right. It applies to the kids' stuff, too, where it's yeah. like, you're going to let them wear that nice dress. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is yeah. in, like, not letting her wear, she's no, we're not the Rockefellers. Right. She's not. Yeah, it's just like a weird dress we randomly yeah. have, and she wants to wear. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, or the opposite, which is the <laughs> kid, your little kid who you know only has the one shirt. Right. That you got, but you still feel like this need to talk about it. Right. Because like heaven forbid. Yeah. Who cares? Right. Does your kid physically have a shirt on? Good. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. Chances are, if your kid's wearing clothes at school, nobody's going to really notice what they're wearing. <laughs> no one's actually coming in yeah. and scanning your kid for style points. No. <laughs> maybe. But you know what? The world is full of sometimes surprisingly horrible people. True. So maybe they are. That's always possible. But yeah. they're not your responsibility. Yeah. All right. Physically getting dressed. Okay. Which yeah. is probably a big element in all this. Because there are lots of days. Where, okay. So Ellis. Really wants to get himself dressed. Uh-huh. We are very pleased with this. But, and he's pretty good at pants. Okay, he's pretty wow. good at getting the pants on. Wow. <laughs> you guys are advanced in <laughs> your are, house. We're You're advanced very pants advanced. putting on. All right. He can get some pants. He cannot get uh-huh. them up over the butt. But uh-huh. he can get the legs in uh-huh. and stand. And then we're like, oh, yeah. over the butt. And we, I do like yeah. use little sayings to help them eventually figure yeah. it out. Like you got to go front and then over the butt. Mm-hmm. Pull it out. Uh, he really wants to do his socks. He cannot get his socks on, but we yeah. have been working on getting That's socks hard. off. Yeah. Grab the heel and pull, right? Oscar that. has to take his socks off. A I'm socks not allowed off. to anymore. Right. So that's that's a fine fight to give <laughs> yeah. up. I'm like, like enjoy yes. that for 30 minutes do while that. I Yeah, dinner. do that for a while. <laughs> uh, jackets. We're semi-close to getting the jackets mm. fully on. Mm-hmm. I remember the preschool had an amazing trick that I saw them do with Katie Bell where she came home like at 3 uh, when she was first in school, and they would lay the jacket out on the ground mm-hmm. so the zipper side is open and facing you, right? Mm-hmm. And the neck is, it's as if you were looking down on yourself in a mm-hmm. jacket, right? And yeah. the arms are out. The kids cross their arms, uh-huh. stick them in the holes, and then flip over your Whoa. head and your jacket's on. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. It was. We were all like this. Whoa. Yeah. Like, I had to go in and make sure I verbally thanked yeah. all the teachers for That's this amazing genius. skill. Yeah. Our problem falls to the shirt. Okay. Ellis wants to put his shirt on. Oh. But he is terrified when the shirt covers his eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm right here, Ellis. Yeah. So we, as soon as it, as soon as any part of it covers his eyes, he's like, scary, scary. I'm <laughs> just like, Aww. I'm like, it's okay, Mama's right here. Like, yeah. where's Ellis? There's Ellis. Where's yeah. Ellis? There's Ellis. And it used to be I could like, Bundle the shirt up so it's just the hole, and like I have it in front of our faces mm-hmm. so we can see each other through the hole, yeah, and then jam it on his head, yeah. But he wants to put the shirt on, right? So, so it's a huge struggle yeah. of him getting it like to the head, yeah. and we're so close to it being correct, but then trying to physically pull it over his head, and then he freaks out and throws yeah. it across the room, yeah. And then it takes a lot of like sometimes it's just me because it's late, yeah. 
jamming it over yeah, his head. Got to do and it. And he's at always a fine. Point. As soon yeah. as it clears his neck, he's yeah. like, "Here I am." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that is. But I think there's a whole thing like how. Uh, shirts are a big problem in our family because my kids have giant heads. Oh, I yeah. Was, I was laughing with my That's cousin. Hilarious. My cousin, whose kids also have giant heads, was telling me, because uh, we were commiserating about how we can't find any shirts <laughs> with big enough neck holes to fit over our kids' heads. So, like, we always have to buy, like, a size bigger or whatever. And she was like, oh, yeah. I, I put my kids' shirts on like they're being birthed. So it's like yeah. the crown of the head first. <laughs> <laughs> and then you like gradually pull it over. And like I've noticed it's really like it's the ears that are actually yeah. painful. The rest of the head, it's they don't care if it gets squeezed. But right. like the ears actually have to like do this special move where I basically yeah. like put my hands in and protect <laughs> their ears. Like a while I'm, yeah. Around the ears. Yes, a shoehorn around the ears mm, while I'm pulling the, the shirt over. But basically what happened with us is... um. Around three, we like heard or thought that kids are supposed to be getting themselves dressed, like <laughs> probably from a fucking baby center right. email or something. Maybe your kids your getting kid dressed might now. Be ready to but get dressed. Maybe not. Don't worry. We're yeah. not judging. We're baby center. Yeah. Um, and so basically, like we started having the kids uh, or having Simon um, get himself dressed, and it was. Oh, it was, oh, those days. I'm so, yeah. So it was, no, I'm just remembering. It was like really, it would be, it would really be like about a 40-minute ordeal of trying to walk him through each step of doing, and not that he couldn't do it, but he didn't want to. It was like, he he just didn't want to. He can totally do it. He can easily do it, but he just didn't ever want to. Yeah. So basically, I figured out that um, yeah, I you... could just talk to him about something distracting and get him dressed while I talked to him. But I was doing it myself. Like, I I had to be taking yeah. off his pajamas and getting him dressed. But as long as I was talking to him about something inter- that was interesting to him that had nothing to do with getting him dressed, he was fine. And he would he was very, like, pliable. He would yeah. just, like, sit in my lap and, like, let me do all the stuff. And then he'd be dressed. And so I was like, well, fuck this. I'm going to wait a while. Yeah. And then, like, now... Now at this point, you know, they they watch like Curious George or something while I take a shower. And so I've gotten into the habit of something even easier, which is I simply get them dressed while they're watching the show. And then if Simon argues about not wanting to get dressed, I say, okay, well then I have to turn off the show. And he goes, no, 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 don't turn off the show. And then I get him dressed. And it's that, it's like, it's, I realize that I am like totally putting off, like he's going to at some point need to do it. But I, I don't care. I like <laughs> I honestly don't care. Yeah, I just I, don't care. Good for you, because I like listening to you, and I'm like, oh, this is another one of those like, like the bottle or the like, yeah, you know, potty drain, diaper at night, diaper or at night like, yeah. whatever. Where you're just like, eh, yeah, it's not. Yeah, this I'm is not gonna, this not is, gonna, it's not gonna yeah. happen right this now. This is a choose your battles. Yeah, situation. choose your battles. Yeah. I wonder how long that goes. Well, yeah, like, part of again, why I pre-baby, did it. Pre-baby, pre-baby. Oh, uh-huh. Because pre-baby, yeah. you all, you know, you do fall into that. I, I fell yeah. into the camp of my like, kids are going to get them. Are you going to go, why is that kid not getting rest? Yeah. Well, wrong with that kid? Yeah. Probably, well, one thing, there may actually be something wrong, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could just be a thing that, like, a battle. Like, because it lo- sounds like there's the physical ability or inability to dress yourself. Right. But the other battle is the desire to do it yeah 
I mean, and I just like the idea that, and I know kids... that he can. Do, like I've right. seen him do it. Yeah, and, I, and like when he when he gets ready for the bath, he's motivated to get in the bath, and he takes everything off so easily. It's like yeah. not a problem. Anytime he wants to like put on a costume at home, it's like he's very. He has to have the motivation. There yeah. has to be a motivating factor. So there it is. Yeah, the you goal I mean? is yeah. leave the house in clothes. Yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. not nude. Yeah. Preferably not nude. And he's fine being dressed, too. Yeah. Like he's not like, no, and then like taking his clothes off yeah. or anything. It's just, he's fine. Uh, he just doesn't want to deal with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's got other fish to fry. Yeah. See, well, with our situation, my two-year-old wants to fight if he can't have, like ours, ours is inevitably heading towards fighting. Mm-hmm. Right. If I pull out the wrong pair of socks, yeah. we're going to have a fight. Mm-hmm. Right. If we can't get that over his head. Yeah. Fast enough. Yeah. We're going to have a fight. Like, I think I think that's my predictive future, mm. that, like, the rest of our two to three getting dressed thing. But he's doing so well already that he might just be the kid that can <clears throat> just true. get himself dressed and you don't have to worry about it. True. And then there is no fight because it's just, well, he, hopefully he takes care of it. This is as much concern as we have to give the topic of what our kids wear yeah. and dressing themselves. Yeah. And I'm sure this will never come back up again for us as no. they move into the... Preteen and teen years. I'm Allegra Ringo, a dog owner. And I'm Renee Colbert, a dog wanter. And we host a show called Can I Pet Your Dog? The podcast for unapologetic dog lovers. You can find us every Tuesday on MaximumFun.org or on iTunes. So, now what is this? Is this just a podcast where all we do is talk about dogs? Sort of. Uh, We definitely have a segment called Dogs We Met This Week, where we tell you about, you know, dogs we met this week. We also have a segment called Dog Heroes, as well as Cool Dog Tech and Stupid Dog Tech. We also have some of your favorite celebrities. Lin-Manuel Miranda, who did Hamilton, has been a guest. We've got Leslie Margarita. Uh, We've had Nicole Byer, Ann Wheaton, all the best uh, dog-related celebrities. So check us out every Tuesday on MaximumFun.org or on iTunes. Can I pet your dog? Can I pet your dog? Renee and Allegra. C-I-P-Y-D. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. I took my kids to the zoo by myself yesterday. Good job. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I just, it went great. It was fine, and it was manageable, and I felt like a power mom. Good job. Yeah. Thanks. Really nice. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, we have been slowly just, our weekends just seem to be coming back to life with the socializing some. Oh, nice. Which is nice. We've had friends over again who have a kid that Katie Bell really likes. They just got to stay up and watch a movie. Cute. And we played games. Awesome. While Ellis was asleep. And Steph and I both like have these moments every weekend where it's like, I feel like it's, I feel like it's starting to come back <laughs> a little bit. Good. Uh, anyway, so that was nice. I just, I was like, hey, look at us. 
That's BM awesome. people. Yeah, being humans. <laughs> I've been sick and dealing with my four-year-old and eight-month-old all weekend, but I just got to go to the grocery store by myself. I wrote a song about it. <laughs> I've been playing with my children all the live long day. I went out without my children. I just had to get away. Can you tell me, are they crying? I'm not with them. I don't know. Can you hear my husband shouting? Where did my wife go? That's it. Love the show. Oh, love that. Very good. Very, that was just very like, good. That just put me in the yeah. best mood. Yeah. I love that. That is genius. Yeah. Good, good job. job. <laughs> I wonder if we'll have an adorable song for our failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me. So I was in the kids' room with the kids, and they were kind of running around and being crazy. And I <laughs> bent down to look under Oscar's crib because there was a toy under there that I wanted to like reach for. And Simon just did something weird and like basically somehow just like collided with my face oh. and broke my glasses off oh, my face. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Like it didn't hurt at all. It but was weird. It, it surprised me. But my glasses are gone yeah. and they were my favorite glasses and I mean not just my favorite glasses they were my glasses, glasses yeah um and yeah it was just really sad and I was like so in shock because it yeah. just happened so fast and was such a weird thing and like he didn't even really know what he did and I didn't really even know what he did but yeah. like it was just such a like oh of course that would happen you know yeah there we go wow you don't even get to have yeah. your glasses yeah <laughs> you don't even get to see well yeah enjoy that Teresa. yeah Wow. Yeah. I don't like that. Uh, So this week on Sunday, there was a birthday party of good friends of ours uh, with kids the same age, old friends of ours. Okay. We love them and we love seeing them. Birthday party. One o'clock in Burbank. 20, 30 minute drive Uh from where we are. Beautiful day. We've got everything ready to go. Uh, Ellis actually goes down for what we think is going to be a nap, which means we'll be a little late going, Uh but he's not napping. Regardless, somewhere around here when it was about 30 minutes before we really should leave for the party, I just decided, you know what? I'm not sure I've got this in me to go to this party. I feel like I should stay home with Ellis. Yeah. And it's not a big deal. Yeah. Okay. Katie Belt and Stefan should go and it's great. I don't feel like, oh, martyr. I'm just like, I think I'd rather just stay home. Right. Um, so I even say to Stefan. I've, and he can even tell, because I'm kind of stomping around yeah. like, we've got to go, and I can't believe the wrapping paper's in Ellis' room. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. He's like, maybe you should stay home. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should. Yeah. That's a good idea. We get Ellis up, who's not napping, and Ellis is like, party, party, oh. going to a party. And I'm just like, uh, uh, uh. Oh. So I decide I'm going to oh. go. Okay. And here's the failure. Yeah. Is basically, I could have survived... What would have been five minutes of Ellis being bummed out and right. whining about, about the not going to the party yeah. and then be fine. Yeah. But instead, I subjected my entire family to like five hours yeah. of me whining and being <laughs> generally bad company uh, for going to the party. Yeah, it just was like, I. That's why nuts. did I go? I so understand, though. Well, I, I, I do. It's. I mean... No one was asking me no. to go. I know. I know. Anyway, I just, like, really, we could have five, 
Yeah. For five. Yeah, five for five. Right. I know. It was bad. Oh, God. Yeah. That sucks. It's bad choice. Hey, guys. I'm calling with a big fail. <laughs> so um, I haven't bought a lot of new clothes to go back to work because I haven't quite gotten where I want to be in order to spend a lot of money. <laughs> Well, totally caught up with me today when, while at work, I split the ass of my pants. I'm currently sitting in my pumping room, duct taping the crotch of my pants together (laughs) so that I can continue my work day. Um, So genius is that I kept duct tape in my desk (laughs) and a long shirt, so hopefully no one will see, but it definitely is a sign that I need to get it together and go shopping. (laughs) Thanks. Love you guys. Bye. The universe is telling you you yeah. deserve some in-between pants. Yeah, you do. Okay, the yeah. in-between, the it's pregnancy, totally fine. and the wherever you're yep. going to wind up. Yep. You need, And you know what? Those in-between pants might just be the perfect place to be for a while. And that is great. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Oh, Because they will fit you. Because they will fit and you. And that'll be awesome. It will. Uh, I'm very sorry. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> you are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you. I love Teresa. Yes. Let's call mom. Great. Woohoo! Today we are calling Dr. Katie Geese, who is a veterinarian who has been in practice for. 10 years. She practices emergency medicine and house call hospice and euthanasia in Columbia, South Carolina. As someone who grew up around dogs, cats, chickens, goats, and horses, and now as a mother and a veterinarian, Katie has a special interest in the interplay between pets and children, as well as the risks and benefits of having both at the same time. Welcome, Dr. Geese. Thank you. (laughs) It's very nice to have you on. And I just... I love like that last line about like uh, how to make that work with all those things living mm-hmm. in your house. And I just like, mm-hmm. I really, the only question should be, will I ever have anything nice or clean again? <laughs> Everything is covered in a thin layer of shit in my house. <laughs> well, let's find out who lives in your house to start off with. I love, I love how this interview started out with Dr. Geese displaying clearly that she is a good guest for our show. <laughs> That's right. Like, Boom. Bar is set. Yeah. Uh, so uh, who lives in your house? In my house, um, I'll go in order of those who, uh, of how they entered my home. There is my husband, Aaron, um, who is a medieval theologian. My uh, cat, Boniface, who is named after a saint by my husband. By your husband, right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, My dog, Talmadge, who is a little papillon, and my son, James, who is two years old. The Papillon, just so you know, so Katie Bell, one of her favorite series is this series called Fancy Nancy, though she's now shifting into Mm. the Fancy Nancy older chapter books. But anyway, there's a lady Mm. who lives across the street from Fancy Nancy who is very fancy, and she has a Papillon. And this is like fancy dog. It is a fancy fucking dog. And so Katie Bell's like, when we get a dog... I want that dog. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I have a weird thing. No offense to tiny, fancy dogs. I like <laughs> a big dog yeah. that cannot be confused with my slippers. I want a big, 
bigger than my foot size dog. That doesn't sound very mm-hmm, fancy, mm-hmm. but it's not fancy. But we've already. Pro- I'm jeans and t-shirts. Katie Bell's bells and whistles. Anyway, um, so uh, but it's just so rare. I just don't know anybody who owns that type of dog. So I well, and actually, he was he was given to me weirdly. <laughs> weirdly, yeah. just just as a quick side note, <laughs> that may be true of. Other people living in your house, right? Oh, yeah, this is true as well. Oh, just, I, I, did you mind just briefly in terms of who lives in your house? And I, I would like on another occasion to talk to you and your husband specifically about how you got a kid, because that's what we sure. call it around here. Hey, did you get a kid? Right. However you did it. Good job. Uh, <laughs> you got a kid in a special way. Yes. So um, James, James's birth mother, James is adopted by us. Um, she is my sister's sister-in-law. So I will let you just work through that. My brother <laughs> is, my sister is married to his uncle. Mm-hmm. And um, so James's birth mother had some issues, sadly. And to the point that my sister is the adoptive mom of James's sister. So wow. when she became pregnant again, it's super convoluted. Um, basically, she was not in a position to parent this child, and um, there was literally no one in the immediate family who was able to help her out. We had not intended to have children, but um, <laughs> we were in <laughs> a good place to have a child. Um, and so my sister approached me, and uh, then ultimately uh, James's birth mom, Rebecca, approached us. And two weeks later, after the initial conversation, we had a baby. Oh, my wow. God. That is, like, literally, you got a kid. It's an amazing, <laughs> amazing right? thing. Yeah. So, but, I mean, and again, we could probably totally talk about that, and we yeah. want to talk about yeah. that. But today we have you on because you uh, are a veterinarian and yep. can uh, bring some special insight into all of the loved ones who live in our house or will one day live yeah. in our house. So let's get started with, I think, I think uh, people and pets fall into two categories. Uh, it is Category one is there are pets already in our house, and now we are about to bring a baby into our house. However, mm-hmm. that baby's coming into our house. A baby's about to arrive. Uh, or right. you are in the camp of we have kids in our house, and now we want to bring a pet in to love uh, and to add some okay. excitement into our lives. Uh, sure. So, you don't have enough to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. So let's start with camp camp one, the first camp. And those are the people who have pets and are bringing a child into their house. What are some ways to prepare your pets uh, for that? Because I feel like that's one of the situations like where if you have the kids and you're bringing a pet in, it's a lot more choice in the decision mm-hmm. process yeah. about what kind of pets right. you're bringing, yeah. or even if you don't, if you decide to not have the pet. Yeah. But when mm-hmm. you have the mm-hmm. pet, that's a much harder choice. The baby's coming. Yeah. And you got a pet already. Yeah. So how you do you right. choose what you, kind of baby you're going yeah, to you bring can't home? Choose, yeah. Yeah. You could have the bite. You could have a nipper. You could be yeah. bringing a nipper home yeah. with you. Yeah. Uh, you don't know. How do we help everybody in that situation? So uh, the main thing that I want to impress here is that. You can't ever <laughs> totally prepare your pet because Fair enough. Um, they are they're animals and they're going to potentially do something that you do not expect at any moment. And so um, people who 
feel that they know their pet well enough that they can trust it to to any length are kidding themselves mm-hmm. and they're potentially putting themselves and and their child at real risk. So the the first thing is you've got to always be vigilant. Um, it always falls upon the parent to both control the pet and the child. And Josina, Josina, I, I did not want uh, this to be more work for me. So <laughs> I'm already, yeah, can I'm you already give a not, different answer can you give a that's different like answer? less about stuff we have to do, maybe? Because, <laughs> no. yeah, I, would like, I was just thinking it would be like a fun, like, feral pup camp, you know, like in a cave, like, you know, like sort of like a, I don't know, wild boy, wild animal, like yeah. they raise each other. Yeah. Right? Which yeah. is apparently not. how I was raised. Huh. Huh. That's basically how I was raised, and I've never been bitten by my own pet. So sure. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not seriously, at any rate. All right. Um, so a lot of it falls to us, too, just like everything else, whether yeah. you only have a pet or only have a kid. It's just, right. it's the same thing. So you're not, Pay attention, in other words, guys. you're not leaving your baby alone in a room with your dog <laughs> like the first week. I'm like, going, hey, Onion, Onion, the one I yeah. can <laughs> You would be I know. shocked. I know. I mean, look at YouTube. I see some of these videos and I'm like, oh my gosh, these people don't understand how close that animal is to just, you know, like I'm reminded of this video I saw. It got me in trouble with a family member, actually, because she posted it. And it's a cat gently swatting the head of a probably like a two-month-old baby, like so open fontanelle. And this cat's like uh, gently flexing its claws. And I'm like, oh, that, that cat is yeah. basically Kitty's treading like, that like a baby mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It, it just, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, um, yeah. Yeah, so, no, yeah. Okay. So fair enough. Yeah. Always be so there. The that, <laughs> practically speaking... Um, I think that you need to determine what kind of dog you have and what sort of risk they may or may not pose. Um, I think that getting your dog in a controlled situation around your hapless friend's children to make them be guinea pigs is probably the best thing that you can do initially. I enjoy that. I approve of that. That's good. Hey, bring mm-hmm. your baby over here. <laughs> Be- my, exactly. cat, my cat's got to learn how to love. Come over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so vigilance, uh, some, you know, get things set up. Is there anything true to the, like, bring something home that smells like the baby beforehand? Because we totally did that with uh, with Katie Bell with our first baby, our first daughter, our first child. I'm going to call her a bunch of things that sound weird. As I say it, but we brought home like the firstborn. My firstborn. We brought that. We brought back the blanket she was swaddled in and had her newborn birth on it to let the cats ignore and not give two shots. Smell it. Smell it, B. Smell it. Yeah, they're like, what is it? They're like, what the fuck? We don't care. And I realized I was thinking about this coming into today's show, and I was like, we did zip for child number two poor child number two we did nothing we were like hey cat's gonna bite (laughs) baby's gonna pull everybody watch so uh but is there any truth to that is there any like like having this stuff yeah no what about the thing of oh go on what were you gonna say no i was just gonna say i think it's i don't think they care so the other one the other one that I had heard which I'd be curious to hear if if you think this is helpful is like um the the whole thing of um when you bring home your newborn or bring your new child into the home um 
like keeping your child away from the animals versus like laying the child down where the animals can access and like while you're supervising right. while you're right there but like giving the mm-hmm. animals opportunity to like sniff the child mm-hmm. directly potentially give them a little kiss on the cheek you know that type of rip their little face <laughs> off no but like you <laughs> right. know, know while you you're <laughs> right you're right there and you're like the idea of like giving your giving your uh pets full access so that they kind of know what it is that is this thing that's in the house right is that is that anything i i would definitely allow them access you know controlled access pr- provided you know that your pet is not likely to instantly attack anything that's sitting on your lap. Yeah. You know, yeah. If you have a friendly, outgoing animal, then absolutely, you know, sit on the couch together, prop that baby up in between you, everybody sit together and, you know, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really uh, good thing to do. And, at, you know, at that age, then, of course, the baby's not very likely to grab and pull right. and yeah. bite. And so they kind of, just like with us, you, you kind of get eased into the the bad behavior right. later on when mm-hmm. you've already loved them so mm-hmm. well that you can't abandon them again. All right. So what if we have no pets in our house and we have got kids in our house and then we've decided that our baby just has to have something to love. Has to have a pet. Has to have a pet. Or worse, yeah. I need something else to cuddle and I don't want it to be another kid. So, right. so like, how do, is there like a perfect age? Is there like, is there ever a perfect situation? And I have a feeling I know what the answer to that question is. Um, and like, what sort of reach, how do we do that? Is there research? What do we do? What do we do? Fix it. Tell us. <laughs> I honestly, I don't know too much about the research. I just assume that whatever I say is correct. Good. So, um, so what what I feel is that it's better to introduce them sooner rather than later. Introduce a pet into your home. Huh. So kind of like maybe even there's no point so much in doing it when they're infants if you haven't got one, and you've got plenty to do at that point. Right. But by the time they're about one or two. If you haven't really introduced them to a dog or a cat at that time, there's a good chance they're going to be fearful of it. Mm. So um, I do think that, and certainly by the time they're five or six, most kids that have not really been around them, they don't, I think if you kind of really grow up with them, you innately understand how to interact with them. Yeah. And you understand the cues that they're giving off so much better you know when to back off. That's a good point. I think just general animal instincts. Are there, should there be a lot of importance placed on breed or type of animal? Or is it really just about like what your family is into? I mean, it, I feel like there's some of us out there that would research it to death. And, right. Um, does it matter? No, I don't think it does at all. So um, I, I've had uh, many, many different types of dogs, and they were all great in all different ways, and almost all of them were mutts. Yeah. I think that mutts are are generally the way to go. Obviously, if you can <laughs> if you can find a good one, but it's all about it's all about how everybody interacts, and so I I discourage introducing a puppy mm. as a gift to your child. I think that's a bad idea. What you should do is ideally find a dog that is in a foster home, ideally with children, so those people know how that dog interacts, and then take your child. You really need to let 
And this is, you know, if, if the parent really wants something to cuddle and snuggle and sleep in the bed with it, with them, you really kind of have to let go of that and think maybe, maybe the second dog can be your lap dog. This dog really needs to be the kid's dog. Right. The kid needs to pick out the dog. The kid needs to bond with the dog. And you just need to let go of what, you know, your desire for a standard poodle or whatever it was <laughs> that you wanted. And if your kid bonds with, you know, the pit bull, take the pit bull home. <laughs> I love it. Well, once again, this is not turning out in favor of us adults. <laughs> <laughs> no, really not. Ah, one more thing. What? If, if the kid and the dog have super bonded, then you don't, you, you can just be... Let your kid and the dog go play for hours on end. True. And you can go do your nails. Oh, good. So that's a time we can stop being vigilant. Phew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, once you've, I do think that you can, you can trust them to a, a certain degree. Like, you don't have to always be right 100% helicoptering, but you don't just throw them in, you know, a situation and you make absolutely sure that you have run through the scenarios that you have seen the kid fall on top of the dog and right. watch what the dog did. You've seen the kid take food away from the dog. And once you kind of run through those scenarios, it's unlikely that you're going to have a really nasty surprise. A huge thing that people need to learn is like you were talking about innately understanding how to read cues. It can be tough if you have never, like say you're, you don't really know dogs very well um, and you want to get one for your family um, Temple Grandin and Sophia Yen. Oh yeah. Yeah. Temple. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Super good yeah. resources. Yeah, that's how to understand. That's a great resource. And we we'll actually I think we should link uh, everybody up to those resources because that's uh, that it's it's fascinating in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. they, uh, Temple really has this like amazing innate ability of understanding animals uh, that is remarkable. Yeah, <laughs> it's just really remarkable. Um, but actually, to to tie into some of the research, and this I think will will lead into my series of questions that may or may not be based in fact. Uh, <laughs> are there certain types of pets that just don't do well with uh, kids, or is that just about the life that that animal has had leading up? to adoption if they are adopted. Yeah, I mean, you know, you hear everything about pit bulls and you hear everything about, mm-hmm. you know, aggressive dogs. But my guess is all dogs can be aggressive if they've been raised mm-hmm. to be so. So is mm-hmm. there is there any truth to that? or mm-hmm. and, and how much should we take mm-hmm. into consideration? There are absolutely breeds that I would never have in my house. I would just, even if someone wanted to give me one, I wouldn't have them. I've just had... As a veterinarian, I've had that bad experiences time and time again with certain breeds. Mm-hmm. And some of those dogs are actually can be good family dogs. But, man, the stakes are so high. Um, top on my list would be Rottweilers. The protection breed, those dogs are oh, over the protection 100 pounds breed. oftentimes. Yeah. And, you know, many, many times people have those dogs in their homes and they do fine. But I mean, just recently there was a story of a full grown man who was mauled to death by a Rottweiler. 
And this was a man that had had Rottweilers for years. I find them to be unpredictable. Hmm. I would not have one around my child. Well, it's also um, the strength and size of them, yeah, right? Like, yes. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, there's chihuahuas that have, that are, can be really aggressive, but they also can't necessarily do that kind of damage where right. it's leading They're to They're not going to kill you. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Well, I, I think it's a good place to just say, to take a moment and say, these are living animals, whether they are cats mm-hmm. or dogs yeah. or whatever, and they deserve the respect of you knowing mm-hmm. everything about them before you bring them into your house, not only for your safety, but for the respect of the pet. I remember my dad had a border collie after we all left home, and it was a great dog. That dog was mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. smart. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and Max had a very good, happy life, and they played a lot, but that dog also would have done even better in a situation where that intelligence could have been challenged over and over mm-hmm. and over. You know what I mean? Like some dogs are yeah. just literally They're meant. like waiting around for a job yeah. to do. Give me a job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically waiting a job yeah. as opposed to like some good old fashioned mutts that are just like yeah. happy to rompy stompy all over yeah. your house. So it is, it is. Uh, and even those of us who just want to adopt anything that needs help. Yeah. <laughs> like walking right. down the street. Right. My right. instinct is I'll take the Rottweiler. Yeah. I'll take the he needs butt. A home. He needs yeah. a home. And yeah. like, so it's not to like Mm-mm. negate that instinct right. that yeah. some of us have but it's but be fair to the dogs yeah yeah mm-hmm. and in a way i want to negate that instinct oh, <laughs> oh yeah. in this specific <laughs> circumstance what i want to say to people is you have got to go for the dog that is out super outgoing you want to go for that dog that immediately runs up to your kid and plonks its paws on his chest and licks him in the mouth mm-hmm. with his tail wagging you need to shy away you need to spurn your instinct <laughs> to go for the dog that's huddled in the corner and looks super sad mm-hmm. and its tail is tucked that is the dog that's going to cause you problems you do not want that dog that's well, somebody else's dog i do think that's a good point adding on to that like don't take that dog mm-hmm. who clearly needs help uh somebody else can help that dog who's in a better mm-hmm. situation so i think that's a really good point all right now to the crazy questions that I've been alluding to this entire time. All right. Crazy question number one, and I'm ready to be told yes across the board (laughs) since everything in this interview has been going exactly in the direction I thought it would be in terms of what my responsibilities are. One, cats, babies. They're going to try and steal my baby's breath, right? (laughs) Um, I have run across people who honestly believe this, and I mean, there's definitely some truth to the fact that (laughs) Uh, if, I love you, this. if you let your cat sleep, sleep in the crib on your baby, baby <laughs> yeah. I mean, my cat weighs 15 pounds. I can hardly breathe when he's sleeping on right. me. Fair enough. He's going to suffocate my baby. No. But, yeah, the, so. but the cat's not crawling up and resting gently and sucking the breath <laughs> or my baby's soul out. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. We don't no. know how I they would do imagine. it. But. I would imagine some babies suffocated under cats, and that's what people thought. All right. Fair enough. Back before we realized that cats are not good <laughs> caregivers. Right. Fair enough. All right. Sure. All right. Dogs. Their mouths. Cleaner than a human's mouth? Definitely not. I've never understood that. At least not cleaner than my mouth. I, I can't speak for everyone. But it's totally fine when they lick your kid in the mouth. Well, I think that's fine. <laughs> I mean, you kind of should allow that because that's a sign of submission. 
Oh. And so you want to take that. If you watch puppies and their moms, they're constantly licking them in the mouth. Huh. So that's actually a real good sign. Oh, that's a good, that's a good thing. Cats, can they make you schizophrenic? Not schizophrenic. However, <laughs> they can. Okay. So I make you lose your mind? <laughs> yeah, a bit. So all pregnant women are probably familiar with toxoplasma, right? It's the thing that now makes my husband still clean our cat boxes well after I've had children. Yep. Good job. Yep. (laughs) So that is a a little bug that that um, ultimate host um, is the cat, and it it usually goes through rats and mice to get there, and then the cat eats the rat or the mouse, and then it ends up in the cat, and it's very happy. Well, humans can also host this particular parasite. And it will sometimes end up in their brain, and it does measurably change the behavior. In in rats and mice, <laughs> it causes them to be attracted to the scent of cat urine, huh. so that it ends up in the vicinity of a cat, and a cat can eat it. There is a theory out there about you know how some crazy cat ladies don't seem to realize that the they smell? smell really bad. Um, yeah. Wow. But there's also, for instance, um, a study out there that shows an increased incidence of traffic accidents in people with this particular parasite in their brain. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Let's wrap up on a pretty universal question I think everybody really wants to know is, A, how delicious is, is pet food for toddlers mm. and how bad <laughs> is it for them? Because toddlers apparently... I mean, I have a friend, uh, <laughs> eat dog and cat food occasionally. Uh-huh. I can tell you um, from personal experience yeah. that cat food actually doesn't taste too bad. <laughs> and um, dog food is really not bad. And I would say the biggest concern here is choke hazards. Uh-huh. Mm. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. And Fair enough. for a real good... Uh, April Fool's joke sometime. You could make your children uh, dog food sandwiches. Um, I can introduce you to my mom and give give you her recipe. Oh, That's my God. That's hilarious. That is, <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. That is, that is truly magnificent. Uh, well... Dr. Geese, thank you so much for joining us. This was very helpful. A lot of people had a a lot of questions, actually, for you. I I think the general rule is uh, if you have medical concerns about your animals, go take them to your vet. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. (laughs) But we really wanted to focus on some of the uh, parent-kid animal-related questions today. So thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. My pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye. You make me sing, la, la, la. Make a girl go I'm in love love Did you see that shooting start night That was fun that was really fun It was fun That was actually really helpful Yes despite yeah. Yeah. Once again, being reminded how much yeah. responsibility falls on us for I everything. I know, everything. The kids fucking need stuff. Yeah. The animals need stuff. We're in charge of their well-being We have and to be care. careful. Ugh, it's the worst. <laughs>
<laughs> Super helpful tip about like the outgoing dog. Yeah, versus, I thought that was good. You know, because I think a lot of times folks are looking for a dog that maybe seems more mellow. Yeah. And they're more worried about like, I don't want like a hyper crazy dog. I want like a chill dog. But sometimes if, you're, if that's your focus, you might end up with a shy dog. Right. And or a shy a dog, dog is not necessarily a dog that wants to be around your little kids. Right. Or dogs who have been emotionally harmed. Oh, right? sure. Like, oh, I mean, like there's a reason why they're acting like that. Yeah. Like, anyway, mm-hmm. I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was really helpful. Uh, and I'm glad that most of the old wives' tales around pets are based in fact. Yeah. <laughs> Just like they are when it comes to our kids. <laughs> you know what also is based in fact? What? That moms need a place to rant. Oh, yeah. And have a little bit of a breakdown. So why don't we listen to a mom have a breakdown? Hi, One Bad Mother. I am calling with a rant. Um, I think I've ranted out a lot of other people already. And it's not even totally about the kids, but it is because they've been sick this week. Not seriously sick, just like diarrhea and puking on the kitchen floor sick. Um, that's sick which has not been fun I think it's coffee induced I'm still nursing both my kids Mm. and I've found that I really need the coffee now I used to (laughs) I was off the coffee for a while and my the baby my younger child has decided to stop sleeping through the night he was really really great until about a month or two ago like amazing amazing sleeper like I didn't even want to talk about it because it was so great that he slept through the night good could always depend on like a solid six, seven hours or more per night. It was great. And then he just kind of, you know, regressed or whatever. And it's, it's up all night, up and down all night. So that sucks. So I'm not getting any sleep anymore. And with the toddler in the day, I'm not getting any naps anymore. And so that's really sucking. And the really bad thing that I'm having to deal with too, is that usually my mom lives close, which is great. But she is living with um, my her adult son, my brother, who has some mental illness problems, and he has been unable to manage himself lately, which has been a real uh, problem, a real hardship on everyone, a real hardship on her, because she's in her 70s, and she's his caregiver, basically, because he can't he's dealing with it and I'm dealing with my own anxiety and depression issues. So like, I understand, you know, it's not like I heal yourself. Like I'm not thinking he just needs to pull himself up and do it, but it's just been a really long time that he's been grappling with the stuff and everybody has been here to help him for it. So it's very frustrating because it puts her out and affects her. It's affecting my health. Like it's affecting my mental health we can't get a shit together. So I'm really glad to be able to just leave this crazy message and let a little bit of it out because my husband's so nice and let me go take a break. And now I'm just going to be <laughs> pulling it together during the break time and not even really enjoying myself. I just can't wait. I know, give it a couple years until the kids get a little bit older and then we'll actually be able to be people again instead of just parents and people and parents, I guess. So I know, I know it'll get better. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys are are doing great yourselves. Okay. Love the show so much. Thanks, guys. Bye. You are doing a really good job. Yeah, you're doing such a good job. You know, I think it's really easy sometimes when we get into, 
it's easy to forget that there's so much going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be these times where everything is out of control. And it's not just within our, like, independent universe of, you know, our child and our partners or whatever's happening with that. It is parents, it's, you know, in-laws, it's brothers, it's sisters, it's aunts, it's uncles, and it's sickness, and it's, you know, hard, hard things, job loss, like, whatever. Things fluctuate, and sometimes those fluctuations really are impactful. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we allow ourselves the time to say openly, this is impacting me. Mm -hmm. We just suck it up, right? And I think it's so good to hear you say, this is impacting me. Because I think that that's different than saying, fuck everybody for having problems. Yeah, this is all his fault. This is all his fault. It's just, yeah, somebody that you love can be going through something hard and it can also be affecting you yeah. in a way that is harmful. And hard. And hard. Yeah. Right. I, I totally hear the, like, in two years, I know, like, yeah. <laughs> whatever. And and that's true. It's true. And it doesn't always help, help. right now. Right. That doesn't yeah. help right yeah. now. Right. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it is, it, it's a lot. Yeah. That's just it. Yeah, it's a lot. That's just a lot. Mm-hmm. And you're doing... A really good job. Yes, you are. And uh, I just wish you continued moments of getting some time to yourself mm-hmm. to do whatever. Yep. And you're right. It sucks that when that time you get to yourself is just literally rallying yourself. <laughs> it's all you've got the energy to do is focus on solely rallying yourself to go back mm-hmm. out. But that will change too. Yeah. Not that that helps yeah. to hear that. But <laughs> it maybe it will. Regardless... We are here for you to call whenever you would like. Yeah. And leave little messages. Yeah, let it out. Let it out. Let it flow, guys. That's right. <laughs> You're doing such a good job. <laughs> Teresa. Yes. What did we learn today? We have learned that kids can dress themselves or they can't. Yep. Ta-da! Big takeaway. <laughs> Doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> maybe, maybe one of the things we've learned is to not put so much pressure on ourselves that our kids look a certain way, mm-hmm. are able to do a certain dressing skill mm-hmm. or whatever. And if somebody's judging your kids' clothes, fuck them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, you're all doing fine. It's just clothes. Yeah, it's fine. All right? You know? It's totally just, fine. It's totally fine. Yep. Uh, we also learned, yeah, we got to be respectful of the animals we choose to bring into our lives or that we already have in our lives. Yep. Whatever they are. And that they are members of our family. And we should, if we have concerns or questions or if we think something sounds totally insane, do what we would do if somebody said it about our kids. Go get some help. And sometimes it involves a lot of work, which is unfortunate because none of us want any more work. But sometimes that work gets you somewhere and things get a lot better. Because I think about you, Teresa. You really had to do a lot of work. And I still do. And you still do. (laughs) But but it, it is, you love those dogs yeah. and you love these children yeah. and you will work to make you will mom up yep and make it work yeah and i salute you for thank doing you. that thank you you're welcome real quick we just want to say that the max fun drive starts next week so everybody buckle in and get ready for some awesome episodes not only from us I know. Could we surpass uh, stickers from the other day? I I don't know. Can we surpass getting your kids dressed? (laughs) I think we can, guys. Yeah. So we got our two really great episodes coming up 
next week, as well as all the Max Fun shows do this. Yep. This is a great chance to uh, show your support for Max Fun and for this show because this this show and this network is a listener supported show. Okay, so the, you guys are making this happen. Uh, so we thank you for that. It starts next week, week uh-huh. of March 14th, and then the week after. So the last two weeks of March, that's when everything good is happening. And you want to <laughs> listen like during the drive because yeah. you want to listen like while it's all happening. So you can be a part of it um, on social media and yeah. in the Facebook group and just listen while it's happening. Yeah, it's like, like you can listen to all of our shows anytime, but the Pledge Drive shows, you should listen while it's happening. Yeah, this is where... Business competitive streak starts to come out, and I want to see some serious one bad mother love on the Twitter, yeah, and on the Facebook. Yeah. Where people are just like, "What's your favorite Max Fun show?" Fucking one bad mothers. <laughs> That's what it is. Well, and we're also going to be doing a Twitter giveaway yeah. and like some contests and stuff. So like, yeah. you definitely want to listen during those two weeks so you can participate in that good stuff and get the really amazing gifts, which we will tell you all about next week. That's right. So there's that. Yeah, Teresa. Yes. You are doing a very good job. Thank you. So are you, Biz. Thank you. Everybody, you guys are doing a really good job. Yeah, you guys are. I Seriously. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it really, really, it's amazing. Yeah. You guys truly are fucking amazing. Yeah, you guys are. So thank you. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. If you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show, then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.